Chapter 5 of The Life of St. Paul. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Slick. The Life of St. Paul by Francis Alice Forbes. The Old Law or the New. The return of Paul and Barnabas was hailed with great joy by the brethren in Antioch, who having listened eagerly to the account of their mission gave thanks and glorified god the rumour of how the gentiles had flocked to embrace the faith spread rapidly throughout syria and was received with great rejoicings we have already seen how the jewish christians in antioch had given the right hand of fellowship to those of the pagan greeks who had received the word treating them on a footing of equality with themselves in this the other churches of syria had followed their example those of the jews who had at different times gone out from judea to settle in foreign countries found themselves indeed in quite a different position from that of their kinsmen in jerusalem forced as they were in the interests of trade to mix to a certain extent with their gentile neighbours the minute observance of their law became well-nigh impossible relaxing therefore the minor points of this observance while holding fast to the worship of the one true god and the great precepts of morality many of the jews who were scattered abroad throughout the civilized world had begun to look upon the pagans as something other than unclean gentile dogs to come in contact with whom was pollution it was amongst these jews of wider mind that christianity was to find some of the most noble of its converts whilst the zealots of the law remained to the end its bitterest enemies in judea however things were very different for many years the scribes and pharisees had confined their teaching to the minor points of the law alone they were content to centre all their energies in discussions the only end of which was to make the perfect observance of the law an intolerable burden to the people so little were the prophecies studied or interpreted that full as they were of allusions to the christ he had come to his own and his own had known him not but had condemned him to a felon's death arguments as to whether an egg laid on the eve of a feast day might be eaten or not or whether in the offering of the tithes a tenth part of the stalks ought to be included with the grain absorbed the interest of the doctors of the law what wonder that the lord of justice had called them blind guides and hypocrites binding burdens on men's shoulders that they themselves would not touch with one finger neither entering the kingdom of heaven themselves nor suffering others to enter and yet our lord himself no less than the twelve apostles was of the jewish race born under the law it was hard for israel to grasp the truth that the law of moses was to disappear in the wider law of christ he himself had said that he had not come to destroy the law but to fulfil they forgot that he had also said ye cannot put new wine into old bottles many of the christian converts at jerusalem who like nicodemus and joseph of arimathea were pharisees learned in the law did not see how it could be possible for a man to become a christian unless he first became a jew to embrace the faith of christ unless he first embraced the law of moses the divine revelation to saint peter at joppa had indeed opened the eyes of a few but it was easy for others to apply it to the particular case of cornelius without accepting it for the gentiles in general further as an impenetrable barrier between israel and the nations 
stood the jewish pride of race they had grown so accustomed to the thought that they the chosen people were placed on a pinnacle above all other men to draw back their very garments from the polluting contact with the gentile dog who passed them on the street that the idea of the breaking down of the wall of separation filled them with dismay the news therefore of the return of the two apostles and their missionary journey was much discussed in jerusalem certain jewish christians made their appearance in antioch and gave out not without stretching the truth to its utmost limits that they had come from james the bishop of jerusalem held in universal veneration as the kinsman of the lord himself it was not given to these men as it had been to barnabas the lawfully appointed delegate of the church to see the spirit of god in the community at antioch they were on the contrary filled with horror at the sight of uncircumcised gentiles associating with jewish christians on terms of equality saint peter himself even sat at the same table with converted pagans treating them as friends and brothers such behaviour seemed to these self-constituted critics to strike at the very foundations of the law assuming an authority they did not possess they intimated to saint peter that his conduct in this matter was giving grave disedification let the gentiles become christians by all means they said but let them first be circumcised and observe the law of moses without which it would be impossible for the church of jerusalem to acknowledge them as brethren for a moment even the confidence of saint peter seems to have been shaken by nature ready to throw himself into the most hazardous enterprises at a word from his lord and apt to waver and mistrust his own conduct in cooler moments he allowed himself to be so far influenced as to withdraw in some degree from his familiar intercourse with the greek converts barnabas seemed inclined to follow his lead in the matter paul alone saw the danger and flung himself into the breach the peace nay the very existence of his beloved communities in galatia were at stake his burning words of expostulation brought the great heart and generous mind of saint peter immediately to his side strong in the conviction that his original line of conduct had been right and ready to defend it to the uttermost the pretended envoys were discouraged for a time by the failure of their schemes but saint peter having left antioch their discontent broke out once more they demanded that the case should be submitted to the church at jerusalem and paul and barnabas who heartily concurred in this suggestion set out at once for the holy city telling as they passed through phoenice and samaria the good tidings of how god was calling the gentiles to the faith the apostles and elders in jerusalem gave a warm welcome to the travellers who lost no time in making known to them how god had blessed their work among the gentiles but the zealots for the law were only awaiting their opportunity and the outcry arose that the gentile converts must be circumcised and keep the law of moses it was decided that the apostles and elders with the whole church should meet in council to consider the matter the fault-finders were the first to speak and long and weary were their arguments when at last they had finished saint peter arose reminding them of the revelation at joppa he explained how the holy ghost had given testimony that god purifying the gentiles by faith had put them on the same footing as the jews now therefore 
he asked why do ye put a yoke on the necks of the disciples which neither we nor our fathers have been able to bear in the hush that followed the words of the apostle to whom the master had given the keys of his kingdom paul and barnabas who as yet had remained silent rose to speak they made known the signs and wonders that had accompanied their work amongst the gentiles visible tokens of god's presence and approval the result of the council was summed up by james speaking with authority as the bishop of jerusalem to the lord was his own work known from the beginning of the world he said after having referred to the words of saint peter which reminded them of the revelation by which god had made known his will concerning the gentiles those who had turned to god were not to be circumcised but they must accept four fundamental rules of purity a concession having been thus made to the feelings of the discontented party whilst the gentile converts were delivered from the intolerable burden so much dreaded by st paul the decree was formally drawn up judas and silas or sylvanus two members of the church at jerusalem well known to all for their wisdom and holiness of life were chosen to return to antioch with paul and barnabas as bearers of the letter and decree of the apostles the letter was strongly worded the apostles and the elders to the brethren of the gentiles that are at antioch and in syria and cilicia greeting forasmuch as we have heard that some going out from us have troubled you with words subverting your souls to whom we gave no such commandment it hath seemed good to us being assembled together to choose out men and to send them unto you with our well-beloved barnabas and paul men that have hazarded their lives for the name of our lord jesus christ we have sent therefore judas and silas who themselves will also by word of mouth tell you the same things for it hath seemed good to the holy ghost and to us to lay no further burden upon you than those necessary things that ye abstain from things sacrificed to idols and from blood and from things strangled and from fornication marriage within the degrees forbidden by the law from which things keeping yourselves ye shall do well fare ye well the decree having been read to the brethren in antioch amidst universal rejoicings the two delegates from jerusalem remained some time amongst them preaching and exhorting them to stand fast in the faith but when the time came for their return to jerusalem judas alone went back to the holy city silas remaining behind at antioch sympathy for the wider views that prevailed there the growing reverence and admiration for st paul which was so soon to unite him with the great apostle of the gentiles in his missionary work may both have influenced him in this decision st paul was growing restless a longing had arisen in his heart to revisit the christian communities across the sea and to see how they had prospered in his absence he proposed to barnabas that they should return and visit the brethren in every city where they had preached the name of the lord barnabas agreed readily to the suggestion but he was strongly of the opinion that his cousin john mark whom they had met again in jerusalem should be of the party against this paul resolutely set his face mark who had deserted them before might do so again he argued the risks were too great the discussion ended in the separation of the two apostles who were to meet no more in this world barnabas went with mark to cyprus their native city where he is said to have remained ministering to his fellow-countrymen until his death paul taking silas bade farewell to the brethren 
and commended by their prayers to the grace of God, set forth upon his second missionary journey. End of The Old Law or the New Recording by Slick